Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Fresh Slate Podcast, where we discuss all things <laughs> modern spirituality, personal development, positivity, and stuff. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm Tyrese. And I'm Meg, and we're here today with our friend Abby. Say hello. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be here. I mean, yeah. I just love talking with these two great people. I'm so excited. I'm so, we're so happy to have you. Yeah, so Abby is a double major in music BA and psychology here at NAU. Mm-hmm. She's hoping to do music, music therapy, therapy in her graduate school, which is perfect for you. I'm so excited. Hopefully. It's so good. Um, yeah, and also doing research, hopefully, in the yeah. future, like cognitive yeah, music that's cognition. the goal. Yeah, that's super awesome. Mm-hmm. Also, an amazing friend, an amazing singer, amazing true. scatter. True. Oh, oh my gosh. Welcome, Cobb. <laughs> um, good bow. <laughs> <laughs> amazing singer. Thanks. That was great. That's that good. This is, we're <laughs> trying like things anymore. out. So we're yeah, trying things no, out. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's like you covered it. You know, that's. I mean, at this point in my Disney life, Disney fanatic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. Forgot Disney that one. hella. So if yeah. you ever wanted to have an episode about Disney, you know where I am. You know, Disney <laughs> and how it really helped you connect. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay. So today so, we want to talk, to talk a little bit about the psychology. Yeah, especially because. I'm a psych minor, and mm-hmm. I'm hoping to maybe double major with my graphic design major. So, yeah, but we've always had, you know, we relate yeah. over and the we, fact that we understand, you know, we've taken the classes before. Exactly, and, and it's also interesting. I feel like just, like, one thing leads into the next, yeah. and there's so many articles you can mm-hmm. read, too. And a lot of what we talk about is super in line with humanistic. For sure, it has, has to do with a lot of it's, it's all about understanding people. Exactly. Psychology is the study, mm-hmm. is the scientific study of the mind. You can't exactly. You can't have the study of the mind without a basic understanding of science. But psychology is the science of the mind. Exactly, right. and it helps you understand. Which I think is such a beautiful thing. Yeah, and if you can understand understand yourself better too. Yeah, for sure. If you can understand the mind, it helps you become a more empathetic person. Mm -hmm. It helps you become a more understanding person. Yeah, you're better at perspective taking. Yeah. Yeah, it's always been something that's interested me. Like I wanted to be a psychiatrist and then a psychologist and then now I'm gonna be a teacher. You know. Um, But it's always been something like one and the same. Honestly. No, that's all like within the same. You do kind of. You do have to know how to like work with people and how they think and how yeah. best they can learn as well. So yeah, but I'm I'm really excited to hear from you two about like yeah, because we always talk about sorry, just like the learning thing. We always talk about like diversity when it comes to like sexuality and ethnicities and everything. But then we never really talk about diversity of thinking and diversity right. of learning. Oh yeah, passion, like diversity of personalities, diversity of definitely. Yeah, I think as a teacher, like, it's hard, but you have to play to all of those diversities. For sure. It relates to everything. It really does. It plays into every career. It plays into every, I mean, we're humans. Every job is going to be, unless you're... Exactly. Unless you're, like, I don't know, a mechanical engineer or something, you're 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 probably dealing with the robots. But, (laughs) I mean... It's it's more about you know we're in the most jobs there we're on the business of people mm-hmm. like we're in the people sure. business we're not in the, the business music of business no we're, we're in the people business literally. here is you know exactly. even with music we're make a holiday dinner you know I'm bringing back to all the speeches like we're connecting with people you know using music to connect it's with so people mm-hmm. but it's everything everything yeah. is is people right. business yeah so. um, we're gonna do our rewatch this one later but I thought I would just throw this in there. I really like listening to this one podcast. It's called The Psychology Podcast. And it's by Dr. Scott Barry Kaufman. I don't remember what university he's at. 
but um, he's a professor and he interviews other professors and researchers and authors when it comes to psychology and it's amazing it's just like they're so knowledgeable and it's my favorite thing when like I listen to it and they start talking about something and I know what they're talking about yeah. mm-hmm. I just love it so oh, much yeah it's and incredible and it's so in-depth as you take more yeah. classes for your minor like you're gonna start recognizing more and I love that yeah and I love educating people I was actually even like studying for my abnormal psychology exam today I was studying yeah. last night and um uh, the guy I was studying with, his roommate was there, and he was, he, I, you know, I would classify him as someone who might be a little abnormal in terms of, uh, <laughs> the mind area, and, um, he just, you know, he might have some, some, you know, some things going Disorders, on that, yeah, he might have some different personality things going on that we can talk about at a later time, but he was so interested in, you know, I was studying schizophrenia, and I was talking about different personality disorders, like mm-hmm. borderline, and he was mm-hmm. asking me all these questions and about perspective taking, and he's yeah. like, you know, kind of asking me, well, well, why do people get these disorders? Why do people think the way that they do? And right. I'm like, well, it's all theory, but, right. you know, he, yeah. these are the theories, and this yeah. is what, like, you know, it's interesting to be able to educate people, when, you know, if you know the basics, right. and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. many people go around saying, like, I'm so OCD right now. I'm so anxious. I'm so anxious, which I say that way too often, but like we all do. It's just a very much of a stigma right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a hard thing about is, you know, yeah, Yeah. like disorders particularly is that, you know, a lot of, I mean, I'm even a culprit of this sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'm learning about a lot of different, um, like mental disorders, anxiety disorders. I Mm -hmm. just did a project on obsessive compulsive disorder, OCD. Yeah. And you know, it's very, it's very easy to like, it's, it's almost so different than society. Yeah, it and it's oh, very yeah. it's very easy to kind of be out if you if you're not diagnosed with this disorder. Yeah. It's easy mm-hmm. to just be like, oh, I'm feeling so OCD today. It's yeah. kind of become like that's a and whole like, other topic really of stereotyping yes. disorders. Like I was reading the other day, and someone asked me like, do you have OCD? And it's like, no. I just like I'm being clean. cleaning right now. Yeah, so like, it, it's a very um, yeah. it's become very desensitized, and For I think sure. a lot desensitized. of yes, yes. I think That's a lot exactly of psychological it. disorders have also become desensitized yeah. today. And mm-hmm. I think it's like a hard balance where before it was so in the dark and it was so closeted, the fact that someone would have a mental illness or like a disorder of that kind. But now it's out so much. I feel like it's a hard balance with being really open and being like, how are you feeling? Oh, you're really feeling this way. Rather than being like, oh, lol, like... Uh, oh, you have depression, like, me too. Like, just super open about it. Yeah. Like, that's the thing people, people want to sympathize yeah. rather than empathize. I think I've said that before, but it's like... I really love one time I was that. One time I was, like, writing a song, I was like, walking around trying to feel okay, but I'm not okay. They ask me, how's your day? If I say not great, then they'll just say same. Want to know your problems, not feel your pain. You know? That's It's like poetic. so, so real. Thanks. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But, it, but really it's so true. It's so, oh, thanks. But it's so true because like you're like, oh yeah, I'm feeling like actually very anxious today. Like yeah. I'm I'm borderline anxiety attack. They're like, yeah, me too. This part check's gonna be terrible, yeah. right? And I'm like, no, it's, like it's, no, like it's debilitating. Like, yeah. There's there's a line, and I mean, there's definitely <coughs> to be you know diagnosed with those things. You know yourself if you know yourself very mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Like you're you can tell For sure. what's going on up up here in, in the mind. Like you mm-hmm. know. And mm-hmm. other people don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of people have and if you a don't know, then that's like something you can yeah. get to a point where you do understand yourself better. And I think psychology is so important to understand because some people mm-hmm. have a deficiency in theory of mind, mm-hmm. which theory mm-hmm. of mind is being able to take the perspective of someone else. Yes. Mm-hmm. And 
some people have a deficiency in theory of mind, but I yeah. think the basis of psychology is this idea of theory of mind. And if you, if you lack that, you, you, you tend to be more, oh man, I got anxiety disorder today, man. Like I got a test that I'm freaking like anxious about. Like yeah. that's called being depressed and anxious. Like, no. You can no. be anxious and not have anxiety. Educate yourself. Yeah, yeah it's a because symptom. a lot of disorders without the situation and outside of the circumstances are still there, even if you were just like sitting at home, no stress, exactly, no anything that would trigger that. A test, for example, is very circumstantial and it's very like situational. It Once it's over, you're like, oh, this where, is great. But people label those situations as something that's triggering something that they don't even have necessarily. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's hard because you don't want to downplay it either. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the theory of mind thing is really interesting too because an overwhelming lack of it will lead to, correct me if I'm wrong, but like antisocial disorder and different things. Yeah, and, and some different personalities. So that's personality, really the basis for it. Yeah, and some, for a lot of disorders. Yeah, oh, it totally is. And some personality disorders, mm-hmm. um, like antisocial, borderline, narcissistic mm-hmm. personality right. disorders, mm-hmm. the they all, yeah. yeah, like the dramatic personality disorders, mm-hmm. they all contain a a certain degree of, oh, this person cannot empathize with others. Yeah. It's me, me, me all the time. Mm-hmm. And the thing about personality disorders specifically is that there's not a lot of treatment for them because right. you can't right. change your personality. Exactly. It's, it's, it's almost therapy, as if... therapy, group therapy. It is. Like, it's almost a form of genetics. Like, it's a biological oh, DNA. It's, it's something that can yeah. be affected. Like, you can work mm-hmm. through behavioral mm-hmm. therapy mm-hmm. to get through it. Yeah. But it's not something that you can change. Yeah, I want to know here. actually how that would affect like someone's personal development. Like if you're trying okay. to like, oh, I talk about myself far too much. I right. only worry about myself. Is Are there steps that you can do on your own that can like offset that? Or do you need to go to behavioral therapy in order to start that self-development process? Is that, do you happen to know? And normally, yeah, if you, and Amy, what you're describing is, you know, like someone with like narcissistic person or um, like histrionic personality disorder, like on the center of attention. Yeah, you're Mm -hmm. familiar. Those particularly tend to be harder to treat because people with those are resistant to therapy. For sure. Of course. But um, getting like, as you said, like, Oh, I'm very aware that I am talking about myself too much. Yeah. That is very rare. That is like so for some of these personality disorders. Yeah, they would need to go yeah. to therapy to, to be able to realize, to maybe. even realize like someone needs to tell them to find in a clinical step. setting. Right. That's Instead of just, you know, a friend a family saying, hey, shut up hey, about you're yourself, a man. Yeah. Hey, you're a narcissist. And what's funny about today's society is that to some degree, we are all a little narcissistic. Oh. Uh, totally. In this age. Well, totally. America's individualist. Yes. Yes. So it's just inevitable and it's hard because our whole entire life, all of it has been focused on us and our career and Mm -hmm. our future and our friends and do we like our teacher and never talked about like other people. And social media, um, the growing influence of social media is all about narcissism. narcissism. What can I say that will make people love it and make it go viral? Mm-hmm. Your personality, yes. quantifying your worth. Mm-hmm. So your it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting how yeah. society itself right now is contributing to the increase of this narcissism and mental health in general. And mental health in For general, sure. which I think is super interesting. I mean, obviously, really sad. Yeah, and I mean, in, in terms of the mental health thing too, like people with narcissistic mm-hmm. personality disorder, histrionic, mm-hmm. if they're not getting the attention that they <coughs> seek. Like, that could lead to depression mm-hmm. or becoming exactly. mentally unstable and attempting, you know, suicide and for attention. And, so, mm-hmm. and that's 
obviously extreme, but um, narcissism can carry into adult life. That's rare, but when it does, it's yeah. usually a sign of personality disorder. And mm -hmm. That's yeah. so true, too, is a lot of kids will have certain tendencies, but they're not diagnosed because, you know, it won't, like, really, like, rise until, like, early 20s. Yeah, a lot of I people are like, like, they'll grow out of it or exactly. things like that. Like, someone might be, like, having anger issues, like, a little bit moody, but it doesn't really become disordered until, like, early 20s that they have mm -hmm. bipolar, for example. So Yeah, bipolar is a huge one. Um, and the, yeah. the danger with psychology, too, is that Mm -hmm. It is such a hard thing. It's not like studying the effectiveness of a medication because we can't right. we there can't are run tests areas. on like yeah. the mind because the literally we know it's, like two percent of the brain. You like, can do right. as much as you can with like the technology we have. Yeah, and like, so like theories are are developing, but a lot mm -hmm. of therapists are still having trouble diagnosing these and right a lot because of it's n none of it is hard and fast. It's yeah. all like this could this is a little bit of these two things. You know, and so you can't just say like, oh, you're narcissistic and this because you don't show all the symptoms. You're just like showing a couple. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And also and maybe yeah. just a tendency and not yeah, like a full-blown disorder. For sure. For mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, because and therapists have a really hard time. Like sometimes they, and specifically with bipolar disorder, right. therapists are over-diagnosing like kids I because see. that are showing aggression. Like if kids are just aggressive... Some therapists are like, right. bipolar disorder, let's put them on some medication. And that's not necessarily true. This is why, you know, we need to exactly. develop the theories a little bit more and come up with Yeah, for sure. Well, because it can also be due to things that are happening at home. The parents could be like, oh my gosh, they're so oh, aggressive. I have no clue where they learned this. Bring them to therapy. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're bipolar. When really, you just have an aggressive parent in the household, you know. And or they're learning you. aggression yeah. at school from somebody. Exactly. The whole, like, Bandura experiment with, yeah. like, kicking the Bobo doll, like, oh, and, yes, then that yeah. being, and then that being praised. So I feel like that was very common, at least when I was growing up. I wasn't mm -hmm. a naturally competitive kid, but I was praised when I was competitive. Right? that was seen as, like, good, so like, strange. you're such a hard worker, mm -hmm. but I was never naturally like that. So I kind of felt like I was lesser of a student or lesser of an athlete because... I wasn't so like win 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 all the time, but it's interesting how that could have like, in a more serious setting, I guess, could have led me to like having disorders if it was so positively reinforced over and over again. Do like how kids learn to maybe pick up these traits into their adulthood. And that's the thing is, if you're a child, this is a problem with overdiagnosing. Yeah. If a therapist or a, a like a clinician, a mm -hmm. medical professional comes to a child and says, "This right. is what you have." You need, you need help. But so much is the and, nurture. And so then the kid starts yeah. to, um, or yourself, like this happens in teens too, it happens in adults, it happens with everyone. It's a, it's almost like a, the ther therapist, professional medical person says you have this. That's their then job Then it's, it's almost like you convince yourself that right. you have This what is not something I can control. Right. Exactly. This is, this is out of my control. And that's like the danger, and I actually want to say like, this is the danger in seeking help sometimes, is right. being diagnosed and then assuming that you are helpless or you have this because of issue, but like know yourself, know mm -hmm. your mind, like mm -hmm. trust yes. your bodily instincts, like yes. you're not helpless, like listen right. to your listen to yourself, 
Yeah. If listen to your own symptoms, listen to what your mind and your body's telling exactly. you. I'm huge on this gut feeling thing. Yep. Yes. Intuition. I am. Episode, Episode four. four. Yes. I am. Yeah, I'm so big on this whole gut yeah, feeling thing. I know. I know when an anxiety attack is coming on. Yep. I know. Right. Yes. My mind at this age. I mean, I'm fortunate to know myself so well, but it's you know. I mean, medical professionals. I will vouch for therapy. Like I will vouch yeah. for. I think like, it's a great first step, but I also with therapy helping, but. Some, it's dangerous sometimes. Like, know yourself, know your mind, know yourself. Yes, therapy you know? is good supplementally. Yeah. Like, you know, you should... Obviously, it's super helpful. For, for some people, it works better than for others. But mm-hmm. you have to go into it knowing, like, I am in control. There are just some things that are that I can't help right now. And yeah. I need some more opinions on how to get a handle exactly. on it. Exactly. You know? And I want to say, like, take it, take it with a grain of salt. But I almost want to say, because sometimes your mental issues... yourself yes. to the point where it's debilitating. Yeah, because sometimes yeah. mental issues are... Sometimes your issues may be so, per, like, so prevailing that yeah. you need to take it with, like, a maybe a grain of... What's bigger than a grain of salt? <laughs> a I grain don't of, know. Like, like, a big-ass rice. A, big, like a, a grain of rice is a little bigger than a grain of salt. Sure. So, like, you know, take a little bit <laughs> okay, more. Fair. But yeah. also, like, no. You know, that's the problem with overdiagnosing in like the psychology world right now. Yeah. Is everyone has an issue. No, we don't. We just need some talking through. You know, not everyone needs to. We need to discover ourselves a little bit better. I don't know if this is correct, but at least for me, I feel like sometimes mental illnesses are situational. Mm -hmm. And like Mm -hmm. a lot of it ebbs and flows with maybe feeling trapped in your religion, feeling trapped in your relationship, feeling trapped in your major everyone is so different it's so hard i mean and let's say like me and you both had Mm -hmm. generalized anxiety disorder yeah they're both going to show themselves in completely different ways exactly you know what i mean because we're so different we handle emotions differently Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, no case is ever the same. No. And that's what's so hard yeah. about it too. Is just like, oh God, I feel for psychological professionals. Like right. that shit rough. I think learned helplessness. What we've been kind of touching on. Oh, learned helplessness. Let's oh, talk about Oh my goodness. That. So that's Huge what we've been kind of thing. like touching on here is like when you're diagnosed with something, then you're just like generally gravitating towards letting that affect your life and run your life. I think it's really important to have, this is a, this is going to sound weird, but yeah. I think it's important to have a relationship with your mental illness. You okay. need to have, sure. you need to have a relationship. Like, would you like I suggest agree. like naming it or like? Naming it, acknowledging yeah. it is a first exactly. step of building that relationship. Understanding each other. Mm-hmm. Let your mental illness understand you, mm-hmm. but you also need to understand your mental mm-hmm. illness. Because I also had a friend a in high school. Thing. Yeah, she would be like, yeah, my friend Sharon, like her depression, she would just be like, Cute. I'm not going to let her come this week. Like, we're not going to like have a talk this week Speaking at all. Speaking it into you know? like, love it. I like, love that. Something about it is like not having it inside of you, but externalizing it into a whole entire another being because it really is. And it can really take over you. That's why I'm such a big proponent of therapy too, is because yeah. I like, this is so weird, but I this is just think of this. Set up my it's almost having like a threesome with your mental, like you're with your mental illness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you bring someone else in, they That's help you understand. <laughs> you know what it I is, mean? It is a good yeah. it's, it's weird, but it's, it, you know, it, it almost brings it to light a little bit. So I was like, oh, so mental illness, it's actually a really serious thing. So I'm not even bringing this to light. I mean, I dealt with, you know, anxiety on my own. For sure. But, you know, yeah. it's almost like it's, that's why I'm a big proponent of it. And, mm-hmm. um, back to the learned helplessness thing too. That okay, is yeah. such a big, like, yeah. you don't know. That's like, no. if, if you have learned helplessness, that is, that is a theory that explains a lot of 
mood disorders, mm-hmm. like exactly. depression and anxiety. Saying that everything is out of your control. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes I'm just like, but like that's, I felt that way over the summer when I was dealing with like the worst bout of anxiety I've ever had in my entire life. I was mm-hmm. like, I can't do anything. I have to be very careful with myself. I'm oh, so yeah. fragile because anything could set me off rather than like, what am I doing that right. needs and to that, change? That's an unhealthy, that's like a good example of an unlearned helplessness is learned helplessness is, is a very know. yeah it's a yeah. very good example yeah. of a one-sided relationship with your mental illness mm-hmm. it's a right. it's it's like your mental illness has the wheel it's like an abusive relationship where yep. you're like i don't want to do anything to set him off today your partner is jerry is, is gonna s- stay like what is more beneficial avoiding triggers over and over again just like Ooh, how can I never oh, yeah. see this person again? How can I blah, blah, blah. No, oh, how, no, face That's them. all face the external them, world. Bring it internally. Look inwards for how you can make your sanctuary and your soul mm-hmm. thrive. Like, we know, we understand, and we're aware of what's happening, but then we're helpless in the sense that we don't take control of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the yeah. first the first big step in anyone's personal development exactly. journey. I haven't said this in a couple of episodes, but uh-huh. you need... To feel, feel so that so you, can you can heal. heal. Um, yeah. yeah, it's and like after you're able to acknowledge all of that and mm-hmm. say, okay, I'm in control. What can I do to change my situation now or yeah. my or what's going on? That's when you can start becoming your best self, getting in line with your higher self. You know, avoiding that learned helplessness and saying that this mental illness does not have control over me today mm-hmm. or exactly. any day. You know. There's also this view that's becoming more popular specifically in neuropsychology. Okay. It's this idea of free will. So free will basically is, you know, you having control over your life, Mm -hmm. you being able to make your own decisions. That's basically what it is. You have a choice to do this or that. That's free will. Mm -hmm. But there's this idea in that I think is contributing to learned helplessness in neuropsychology that free will is completely non-existent. Yeah. Everything For sure. Happens, I've definitely heard that. Yeah. Like, free will is not even a thing. Everything in this mm. universe happens because it's already predetermined. Like, you make an, you make a decision, but you had no control over that choice. Well, the thing is, too, this has been paralleled with religion. I mean, this has been a thing with for faith, thousands like, of thousands. Oh, this is God's yeah. plan. Yes. And, and I think that's a kind of frustrating and hard thing to grasp for some people but some people find it very comforting and they're like who gives a damn yeah i'm just i'm just i don't have any control over running my choices whatever i do is going to because the universe predetermined it and that and i like saying i like saying everything happens for a reason but you make your free will choices that's why it's so um, different than in the vein of spirituality that i listen to is like there are many versions of yourself there's a higher self like the one that is feeling it's divine purpose the reason you're on this earth the okay. reason you're doing what you need to do and you can a higher power or a higher self a higher yourself. self like version of oh, yourself okay. like the best you that you can be yeah. and you can choose to divert divulge from that or go towards it you know and when you're on the path towards your higher self things start to fall in line and that's the way that things are supposed to be like that's what you're here to do but you don't have to be be there you know you make the choices and how you treat your life that's how um 
Yeah, so it's like fate is there, yeah. but ultimately your decision. Like, yeah. you choose if you want to go with it. Or Dude, not. the world is wacky as fuck, man. It it's is. Like, things happen for, like, things are whack. Coincidences happen. Like, this whole yeah. holiday dinner shit, all the wacky shit happened yesterday because I'm saying, like, the coral gods didn't want Copley to leave NAU, so they're making all this bad shit happen. <laughs> I love the whole, like, everything yeah. happens for a reason. But I, I do think that this idea that, like, this growing idea that free will is non existent is contributing to learned helplessness and mental illness is falling into my therapist specifically likes to talk about it as if hey don't go into that dark place she's like don't go into the hole don't fall in the dark pit again she says when you fall in the dark pit that's what I think that this idea is contributing to is people Mm -hmm. falling in the dark pit Mm -hmm. and not being able to get out or they get out but they fall right back in Mm -hmm. so I think that we need to be in psychology at least like the psychological world I think we need to be promoting this idea that we have a choice like we have a choice, and we can it's like, like a we have control it's over like just our lives. Step off. There, yeah. there are so many like mental disorders <laughs> that would like be that would that treatment would, would be so much exist. more effective. Oh right. I think if like if people grasped the idea that they aren't helpless, mm-hmm. and that I mean obviously for some people just control is a hard other, thing to grasp the concept of. You need to practice yeah. control. Yeah, but and medication isn't the only option. For sure. Yeah. Like, it's not all biological. No, yeah. but it, it can help. Like, I'm not against Most drug definitely. therapy. I'm just saying, but if people go in, into it with the idea that this is the only answer, then maybe that's for sure. the best. Yeah. yeah, medications aren't my super favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some weird, wacky brain shit that goes on with different yeah. neurotransmitters exactly. that I just think, you don't want to mess with that. After learning They're natural that. chemicals. Right, let's You're, just, like, leave them natural. Let's just, yeah, just, like... Let's just, you know, let them be in, I mean, sometimes anti-anxiety, antidepressant medications really SSRIs, help people. SSRIs. Yeah. SSRIs, yeah. Like, yeah. they really help people. Even, but, like, electrotherapy, some you of the know, ones. I prefer more yeah. of a, like, let's talk about the mind. Let's talk yes. about your psyche. That too. Yeah. Let's talk about your thought process. Well, yeah, How because... How change that? Exactly, because then, then you feel more in control of it, whereas, like, if you're just taking a pill every day, you're like... It's just hiding. It's just there until yeah. one day that when you forget to take to your pill. That goes back to the external locus of control. I love this. This no, is my favorite stuff right here. Learned helplessness yeah. is such a thing in in the world. Like not even just with the mind. Like yeah. just with like the climate climate change and things. People are like, oh, the world's gonna be dead, so I'll just keep doing what I'm and doing. And it, it plays into cultural psychology. Yes. Think about different yes. cultures. If we're talking American culture versus like we're talking like Hispanic culture versus like we're talking about white like like, non-Hispanic, white, American culture. Mm-hmm. Americans are fucking sensitive as hell. Oh, yeah. Like, we are a very sensitive culture, mm-hmm. and we have we just have... I mean, and I, I think a lot of things contribute to that, but I think we're more sensitive in America. I think we're brought up a little bit more cushy, like, whereas I think learned helplessness is contributing to this idea of, like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, I'm helpless because I've been raised this way. But other right. cultures... You know, they're a bit more tough. They live in, you know, we're just different climates, conditions, and I mm-hmm. think it's, it's, there's, like, cultural differences. For sure. Just like, oh, my God. And also, culture. like, back everything? to the collectivism and everything, it's like, if we were if we were born and raised in a collectivist society, we wouldn't be so sensitive to our emotions because right? it's like, how does mm-hmm. how does your emotions affect your family? How does it affect your classmates? Mm, no. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to get up. And not I'm that not it's gonna... a bad thing to be out of touch with your emotions. I would I, Oh, be in touch with your emotions, honey. Like, come on. Like, get, a, get in thing. touch with right. your sensitive yes, side. Please. Everyone yeah. needs a sensitive side. Yeah. yeah. But I think there's a difference between 
being allowing that to handicap you. Yes. Oh God. Yeah. Yes. Oh, allowing yes. it to handicap yes. you. Yes. Because it is in your control. And handicap your mind. Exactly. Like, don't let it take a toll on toll mm-hmm. on how you perceive yourself and how you perceive yeah. others. Like. Exactly. Don't let it affect your psyche. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because then that that leads to developing a potential like mental disorder. I mean, learned helplessness is one of the leading theories for why people get depression. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That completely checks out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, you know, been in and out of therapy my whole yeah. life for different mm-hmm. things, for phobias, for anxiety, for health. Like, it's, uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm always a big proponent of getting out there and seeing yeah. someone who is, right. can explain yeah. to, the To give you another, another view, yeah. you know? Exactly. Yeah. And I think I can really resonate with that dark place thing because not, you know, that makes me special or anything because we've all experienced it. But I think making it a separate location and making it something that you can control and that you're physically going there when it's all internalized, but you can like mm-hmm. externalize it. I'm going the, there and now I'm leaving. You know, Exactly. It's like, and now I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to be able to like make it out of here, you know, kind yep. of thing. Because everyone has like that experience where they are like, oh my gosh, like that was the moment where I realized like one of those turning point moments, like everyone has one of those moments. Oh, memories. totally. Um, and that was like last spring for me. There are points in my life where I can think back and like, I didn't actually wanted to change anything. Like I wasn't in a good place, but I didn't do anything about it. I didn't care. Like I didn't really do anything about it. But like knowing that I actually took action and cared about my future. And you know? it's a blessing to have those experiences. Truly. I think it's a exactly. blessing to have an experience yeah. of a mental disorder, no matter how much angst they cause you. Yeah. Um, because everything happens for a reason. It teaches you something. Yeah, and I mean, I think it makes you more empathetic to others mm-hmm. and their experiences. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I've had my fair share of p- other people in my life who've mm-hmm. dealt with it. And I mean, what's hard for me is, you know, I've had a lot of experience. And so I yeah. like to relay my experience on others. Right. And sometimes it's the insecurity of mine or I'm like, oh, am I talking too much about myself? But yeah, I have to remind myself it's, it's, it's more about the message and you know my experience can help someone else yeah Yeah. you know Mm -hmm. I totally get that and it's it's all about you know everyone's I feel whenever someone asks me about you know my Mm -hmm. career path and they're like what do you want to do and I'm like I want to help people I feel like I sound like a five-year-old I'm like I want to help people but I want to make the world a better place but everyone feels that exactly and I think every career has the potential to do that Mm -hmm. but genuinely I'm more interested in helping the mind yeah and helping the like the growth and the understanding of the mind mm-hmm. because it's the basis for everything. Yeah. You can't be good at what you do if you're not in the right yeah. mental state to For sure. It. You know what I mean? Because yeah. helping people is such a broad thing too. Like you're helping people on an intrinsic level yeah. rather than, yeah, some people help people in other ways. You yeah, know, like I really like helping people like in the soul. Like that's why I like music because it's like, Definitely. it makes your soul feel good. And that's you why know? you and have, it's like, that's why I do your, this. That's why I do... And like even the tarot card yeah. card reading is like so all about exactly. the soul and spirituality exactly. I just like, and guiding your soul. Like that's and so I feel like the soul and the mind are so connected yes. that like sometimes that goodness yes. like floats a little up and it helps you like get an upper hand on things. You know. I don't feel like my soul is right here. You know. Really. Pointing to my heart, I feel like my soul's up here. Yeah. I feel like. Really. I feel like my that's soul so is, interesting. I feel like oh, my I love soul this, is up like, in different. the mind. Like, oh, my brain is just here, is my the soul. torso. And that's so interesting. Like, it's so different for everyone. Upper torso, like, that's we, where my we soul both, is. We both believe in the existence of a soul, mm-hmm. but it's just in very, it's yeah. it's a very different place. For sure. I think it's yeah. in my own mind. So, where, you know, everyone, <laughs> everyone figure out where your soul is. Like, where is your soul? Take a look like, 
today. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I it's in your like, in your um fifth toe for fifth toe from the right on your left foot. Like <laughs> where is it? Like I don't know. That's really smart. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that's so interesting. Something we talked about in my yoga teacher training was well, we did like a chakra meditation, right? And so it was like we tried to visualize each color, each chakra, starting at the root, and like. The one that I saw the most was the throat chakra, blue. Mm. Blue was huge. The one that you see the most is the one that you have developed the most. No, and so like maybe where your soul is, is where... Which chakra most... is the most open for you and the one oh, that you have developed totally, the most? Totally. Oh my god. It's the heart so chakra. So for you, it's, the heart it's most definitely chakra. Or <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting. The heart chakra, which for you is like green, to like you're develop, able to love, like you're your, able to feel love, yeah. you're able your to body love, and, which is so true. And like for you, Abby, it's like in the third eye, in the intuition center, in the pineal gland of the brain, which oh. is so. Ironic oh, and makes so much sense. because you're so into neuroscience as well, and that's so like in like the inner self sense and the sense of intuition and like gut feelings. Oh my god! No, I love Sorry. the placement of the chakra too. And no, really chakra is that. something that I've only recently started um, like looking into with your therapist. Right? Yes, yeah. yeah. It's only something that I've just begun. You know, mm-hmm. the whole when I lost my voice. Yeah. When I was going through a period where I literally couldn't sing for a couple months, mm-hmm. I was talking about the throat yeah. chakra yes. and opening my throat chakra. And yes. because moving, it's literal and figurative. It is. Yes. And this is how this is how the mind affects the body right here. Yes. This is mm-hmm. how psychology is all mind about body, yes. mind, body, soul. I, I, to fix my voice, what I was tasked to do was get rid of externals in my life where I wasn't like using my voice if I, if I had something yeah. in my life that I was holding back on mentally and I wasn't speaking my mind speaking mm-hmm. my mind then yeah. that was causing my voice to go away physically when right. I spoke my truth yes and got over those mental hurdles like got over my those insecure blocks. psyche yeah. externally like I had a conflict with someone I had to resolve and I ended up talking to them that weekend my throat my my throat opened my voice came back that's my, crazy. My voice, my voice, my yeah. voice came back. I was sick for months. I started becoming mm-hmm. physically well again after I had this conversation with this person because mentally I was like, I don't want to deal with this. Like it's, it's stressful. Connected. I was like, I have anxiety over this, and I was letting yeah. my relationship with my mental illness take control. Yeah. And then I said, No, 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 no. And then I spoke my yeah. truth, and then physically better. I love that so much. Better. Ooh. Yeah. The mind and the body. We can do a whole another episode of this. Oh, I would love to. And I feel like that's so important to realize is like, if you're having a mental illness or like a rough patch in your life in that sense, understanding that you need to take care of your body. It's all connected. Yeah. And also I've heard similar stories like of health problems with like cardiovascular problems and then it all is linked to the heart chakra and it's all linked to not being loved, not feeling loved, not being able uh, to love yourself. Maladaptive thinking, maladaptive, you're holding exactly. maladaptive assumptions. Yeah. Exactly. Cognitive behavioral therapy. And it's not always like linked like directly like your heart and your heart chakra, but like it is directly linked. Yeah. I don't know if we're nearing the end here, but I everyone should take, then my, yeah. my final thing is I think everyone should take a psychology class if you can. Yes, it for sure. It's definitely a... Well, I think even, you know, if there's you online can, learning platforms. Lots of like lectures online. If you want to understand yourself, you want to understand yeah. others, take psychology class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to learn about the mind. You Listen know? to the it's psychology so today if you so don't have access yes. to Listen to a 
podcast. Listen or... to this podcast. Speaking of Listen which, let's do our read, watch, listens yeah. right okay. now. Read. Sure. Who had a read? Um, I believe I had read. Okay. So this is you know going a lot off topic, but I read a fantastic book this semester, and I haven't read since like sixth grade. But I finally picked up a book this semester for pleasure. It's called what The Art. Concept. I know, right? Honestly. What is the concept? And this was really good for my psyche. So if you're feeling a little down in the dumps, yeah. I recommend picking up a book. It makes you feel good. This book is called The Art of Racing in the Rain. It's actually from the perspective um, of a dog um, who has nothing but love for his owners. And it kind of actually, if you have a pet, if you have a loved one, if you have a little animal that you love so much, it actually gives you an interesting look at what goes on in the psyche of an animal. Really interesting. And, you know, it's all love and sad. Oh, it's so emotional. She was crying. Oh, my God. I love those books. So, yeah, The Art of Racing in the Rain. It's a movie, too, but please read the book. It's so much better. Okay, yeah. Okay, watch. Okay, perfect. Um, So the other week we watched Inside Out. Because Disney Plus. Yeah, it was really good. It's really cute because it's just like basically all of the girls, the little girl, the main character, it's all her emotions like personified inside of her head. And they all have like their own personalities and like their own little bouts and stuff. But they all embody a different emotion Mm -hmm. like anger, sadness, happy or joy, whatever. And it's just really cute to see. And it's, I think it's really important because even though it's for kids, it's like a good way for you to reflect on how your emotions play out. Right. All right, and for Listen, I just found the song today, and it's called Self Care by Emma Lynn, E-M-M-A-L-Y-N, all one word. It's really good. It's about just, like, drowning in uh, an ocean of blankets, taking time for yourself. You don't need anybody else. Love it. It was just so on the same wavelength that I am right now, so. I love that so much. Yes. Um, And I'll just link the one that I mentioned earlier okay great. psychology podcast i believe it's on soundcloud and spotify and streaming platforms <laughs> so if you don't have room in your schedule to take a psychology class take a listen to that True. podcast no yeah mm-hmm. it's so good thanks for having thank me you. thanks for coming Sharing i'm so excited yes, i've been wanting to be on the podcast for, for so long i'm like i feel like i could just really have a good conversation yes with you guys. just pick your brain hate that phrase but couldn't think of a better one <laughs> that's what, that's what uh, psychology so is all about picking the brain i know exactly right. Got a wealth of knowledge up in there. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much again. Thank and you, Tyrese. Thank you, Meg. Oh, no no problem. <laughs> Thanks for listening, y'all. Yeah, and have a great week. We hope this gave you a fresh start. We wish you the best on all your endeavors. And Sorry. check us out on Twitter at Fresh Slate Pod for some fun updates. Bye. Bye, guys.